Now back to On the Block with Strick and Austin on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Welcome back on the block. East Strick and Austin here joined on the Honda of Lincoln Hotline by Double A Alex Andrew A-Town Alex. What's going on, my guy? What's good, Strick? How you doing, brother? Man, just another day, another dollar in, uh, in, 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 in the uh, studio, man. Just uh, glad to have you on. Thank you for joining us once again, as you always do on Thirsty Thursday. We appreciate you tapping in today. Hey, always a pleasure to be here, man. My man, we're going to definitely get into some NFL talk because I know you love it and I know you love the stories that are uh, presented out there, especially this one. Uh, The Eagles and the 49ers matchup, one with the injury uh, of Jalen Hurts, who they were having a phenomenal season. Uh, ended up getting injured, dropping off the scene for a few games. Uh, look, looked like it was you know suspect with what they were um, you know finishing off the season. Obviously, um, had the best record. Probably could have had maybe a one loss uh, season had he stayed completely healthy. But I think the drama of this goes even further back uh, to when uh, Jalen Hurts finds himself transferring from Alabama and becoming an Oklahoma Sooner, and Brock Purdy over there at Iowa State. In 2019, they find themselves in a just a shootout, a duel that ends up with the Sooners winning 42-41 to uh, in that game, uh, and both of the quarterbacks co- accounted for 11 touchdowns between the both of them, uh, which was just absolutely phenomenal. Hurts threw for three, ran for two, Purdy threw for three, I'm sorry, threw for five and ran for one. Uh, so now they find themselves matched up once again. But the most unlikely of stories, one, a returning guy coming off of an injury and played tremendously. They had over 200, almost 250 yards rushing uh, against a, a, a very um, a, a tough opponent in, the, in, uh, in their game, devouring the Giants 38-7. to and and uh, now, um, you know, Brock Purdy finds himself in a situation where he just played just phenomenal, making the right reads, making the right throws, didn't have Christian McCaffrey um, just going off for him or Debo Samuels, and ends up being an unlikely guy in George Kittle who they really just wasn't using the way that he would normally be used. So now these two are matched up. What is, what's your outlook on this game, and who do you think uh, comes out on top, being that it's at Lincoln Financial? <laughs> well, Strick, that was a great piece of trivia right there, and let me tell you though. You know, between these two teams, I do not envision a scenario where we're seeing 11 touchdowns combined between these two quarterbacks. This game is going to, uh, quite frankly, be all about defense, and that defense is going to be the deep, you know, the 49ers that it really comes down to. Not that Philly has a bad unit. As I've said all season long, I think Philly has one of, if not the most complete roster in the NFL. With that being said, the one thing that you know, San Francisco is missing that might take them away from that is the quarterback position. But as we know, Brock Purdy has really looked like at least at worst, at worst, he looks like a Kirk Cousins level quarterback all year, but he hasn't faltered yet. He hasn't faltered yet, Strick. For me, I, 
with Jalen Hurts coming out the injury, what's really going to stick out to me is the degree to which he is going to allow himself to be mobile. This is probably the most physical team of the decade so far, of the last 10 years in the NFL strike. The most telling statistic that I have heard, the most telling statistic I have heard all week, and really, it tells the story of the season for the San Francisco 49ers. This regular season, the 49ers opponents were winless the week after playing them. Mm. Winless the week after playing them. Oh, and 15. Wow. wow. They beat teams up so badly that not a single one of their opponents won the next game. We know in the NFL the importance of rest and being able to rejuvenate your body. And when you see a statistic like that, that is not a coincidence at all whatsoever. So coming off of a relatively recent injury, you know, if they're going to punish Jalen Hurts from inside the pocket, you know, with the edge rush abilities of, of Bosa and outside the pocket, when you look at, you know, the linebacker core they have, the secondary, I mean, Fred Warner, one of the best linebackers in the NFL. You can probably make an argument that he is the best linebacker in the NFL. So this is going to be the biggest defensive test that Jalen Hurts has faced all season. And in my mind, right now, today, I think it's San Francisco to go to the Super Bowl's trick. I, I, I really am. I think Purdy's got enough. I think that Kyle Shanahan is an offensive genius. Who knows? Maybe this could be my anti-Philadelphia Eagles bias coming out. I, uh, but I, I, it's not like I haven't been acknowledging that they were a good team all year. They're one of the better teams in the NFL. But when I've seen them this defense with the San Francisco 49ers, and on the offensive side of the ball, too. I mean, I am as big of a fan of big Trent Williams that you can be. And the way that he is able to, and essentially the entire offensive line, just bully and dominate their opponents. It, 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 was, it was apparent in the Dallas game, uh, you know, more so than – I think any other game I've seen all season. Two very tough defenses, but offensively, San Francisco was able to be that physical bully as well. And that's why I think that game was a lot more lopsided than the scoreboard is going to allow you to remember when looking back at it in 20 years. San Francisco out-physical Dallas for four quarters. Though their offense couldn't get as much going, and ultimately that's one in the game. I think they'll do it again. Great stuff. Uh, what's what's scary about that is now when you look at your game plan, <laughs> you didn't you didn't expect to have George Kittle in that. You know, as far as what how you're going to have to try to uh, minimize or eliminate him, you you really were just kind of focused on Debo and and don't, you know don't don't forget about uh, uh, you know you got McCaffrey and Ayuk. Don't forget about <laughs> don't forget about him. Like that's the crazy thing about the scary thing about this is you didn't really see Ayuk go crazy. Watch for Ayuk in this game for me. They're going to try to do what they can in the run game. Christian McCaffrey and then Debo might be able to break some, get some loose, but they're the the thing that I see real quick and I'm going to turn it over to the next the next one, which is the Chiefs Bengals. But San Francisco is suited for what what even though like you said Philly's defense is good Andrew but their offense is suited for their weakness and the weakness of Philly's defense is 
second half, back half secondary tackling. And there, that's where freaking um, uh, the 49ers thrive in rack yards, you know, run after catch. And so that's where I think that's going to be something scary to watch. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it, you know, it's a team where, and obviously I think the, the bobble catch from Kittle, you know, just puts on display the freak athleticism that you can see on the outside. McCaffrey, I, I think, is an addition, and, and, you know, they paid they paid a pretty penny for him, but I, it put that into turbo drive because as you're preparing, you just can't cue in on one guy. Yeah, and at all three positions, whether it be wide receiver, whether it be in the backfield, whether it be Debo Samuel, they can do it all. They can run the ball. <laughs> the wide receivers can take a handoff. <laughs> the running back can catch as well as mm-hmm. any player in the NFL. It's like, how do you game plan for that? Yes, I just don't know. That's I just don't know. That's and, what and I'm that's talking how, about. Despite having a guy who was, uh, you know, literally Mr. Irrelevant, the last pick in the draft. Uh, he, he has the talent to get it done with, you know, one of the best arsenals in the NFL in recent memory. I mean, they have credit to John Lynch on that entire front office. They have built this team to be a machine. And, you know, I talk about the defense a lot just because the defense is historic. But, you know, the sky is truly the limit for this offense. And the fact that they can still get it done – despite a guy who had no expectation of ever making the roster this season trick. He's your quarterback. I think he's taking you to the Super Bowl, and it's going to be one of the really the great stories in NFL history if he does. Well, when you also look at um, the next matchup that we have going on here is, again, we have Andrew Alex joining us um, from uh, 247 Sports. Andrew, one of the other things in the next matchup is obviously um, we had uh, a situation with Patrick Mahomes. And so the thing to be watching for is his, his ankle situation. Um, although we know he is extremely talented, has the ability to throw, um, you know, not with full leverage on that back foot, but that is a key component to the success as the way that they started that game was not the way that they ended that game. And so that ankle injury against Jacksonville uh, coming off now uh, having a week, yes, you can do a lot of things to it, but when you're talking about high ankle sprains, it is very tough to heal any type of hit, any type of wrong step. All of those things can, can trigger it or flare it at any point in time. You can shoot it with steroids. Yes, it'll it'll preserve for a specific time. You don't want to do too much because you don't want to mess up this young man's career uh, for the long haul as well. So they've got to play that with, you know, kind of a tight rope and how they handle his situation. But Joe Burrow and the domination of them against the, the, the Buffalo Bills gave me a different eye about how this game could turn out, plus the fact that Joe Burrow is undefeated against them. And so how do you view this matchup? You know, Chick, I look back to uh, I look back to last week, and by the way, you know, where I live, Charlotte, North Carolina, surprisingly enough, there's like a huge, huge, huge relocation place for upstate New York people. So I was at a Buffalo Bills bar. Uh, you know, it, it's really fun, and most weeks it's an awesome place to watch a game. I have never seen a room deflate 
so quickly that I saw the tavern on the tracks in Charlotte, North Carolina, a taste of the North down South deflate as Joe Burrow just walked up and down the field and had his way with the Bills defense that, you know, has been one of the better defenses in the NFL all season long. I, I think one quote says it best. It was a floater in the corner of the end zone in the snow. Joe Burrow to Hayden Hurst. Burrow walks up the field and says, I am him. Mm. And I'm starting to agree. Mm. And I'm starting to agree because over the course of the last season and a half, if you include this year's playoffs and last year's playoffs, it's hard not to look at Joe Burrow as the best quarterback in the NFL. Now, the Mahomes, it could be a 1A, 1B situation, and I'm not going to judge anyone who would flip that the other way. Right now, I'm Dean Burrow. But with Mahomes coming out the injury, it just adds a whole new dynamic to this thing, Trick, that us as prognosticators, people who aren't with Mahomes on the practice field, we're not the doctors who are attending to that ankle. We don't... there's such a wide range of possibilities of the impact that this is going to have on him, and it's hard to predict, which is why I think I wouldn't bet on this game. Because I think I, a full-strength Mahomes, you know, imagine the injury never happened. I'm going to give the Chiefs the flight edge at home, albeit I still think it's pretty darn close to a pick up game. Uh, you know, if it were to be played at a neutral site, I think the teams are, are pretty much even. But with that being said, uh, let's say he does play, the players I'm watching – are on the Cincinnati Bengals defense. Number one and number two, Trey Hendrickson and Sam Hubbard, two edge rushers who seem to get better every single week for the Cincinnati Bengals. Can they make it a problem? Can you get to the quarterback? Can you put hits on Mahomes? Can you make that ankle uncomfortable? I mean, obviously, mm-hmm. we're not rooting to injure players anymore, but if he chooses to go out and play, it is what it is. On the other side, the defensive backs for the Cincinnati Bengals, I know Eli Apple has become super uh, troll one of the point of ire <laughs> you know, super troll Bengals fans and fans of the NFL in general like can Patrick Mahomes just outright take advantage of him because if so well you know what that might be a big time edge in favor of the Cincinnati or in favor of the Kansas City Chiefs uh, how do they stop? How do they stop that, Andrew? Like how do they listen? They you know that they schemed for um, um, uh, Kelsey. You know that they schemed for it and still couldn't stop it. Like, that's the part that I'm going to be watching for. Like, how? No no one killed him like Kelsey killed him in the last game. Well, I think, Chuck, if there was an answer for how to scheme for Travis Kelsey, <laughs> you know, the Chiefs wouldn't be winning as much as they do. But no one's been able to figure it out. Yeah. Because he is, you know, slowly but surely making an argument that he is the greatest tight end to ever play the game of football. And year after year, season after season, individual, you know, single season NFL record after individual season NFL record broken, that that case becomes more and more clear for, uh, you know, the man who spent his college years in the city of Cincinnati as a member of the, uh, the Cincinnati Bearcats. That's a little fun fact of the day. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, with that being said, I, I don't know how you stop him. I think that you can... You can limit him. You can scheme around him. You can try to make Kadarius Tony beat you, but no matter what you do, you know, football is a, is a physical game. He's got the physicality. He's got the athletic ability. So it's not a matter of if he's going to be 
beat you, but it's how much you let them beat you. I'm not a defensive coordinator. Uh, if I was, I'd make a lot more money than I currently do. <laughs> I have a cool job in general. But, yeah, I, I think that Travis Kelsey easily could be the make-or-break player. But, I mean, outside of Kelseyville on the outside, like I think that Cincinnati has the better overall set of weapons, right? I mean, Jamar Chase, one of the best wide receivers in the NFL, and I think that T. Higgins and Tyler Boyd, to a degree, because they play on the same roster as Chase, uh, get overlooked. I mean, I, I think Higgins could probably be a number one option on a number of other NFL teams. Yeah, but, yeah, no doubt. So it's, uh, you know, Kansas City's defense is strong. This one's going to come down to Mahomes again. I, uh, if Mahomes is fully healthy, slight advantage, Chiefs. If Mahomes is even limited in any sort of way, I, I, I think I'm going to go with the Cincinnati Bengals to go to the Super Bowl the second time in a row. All right. Andrew, I hope this is the guy that's going to go ahead. optionally sit this game out, right? Yeah. I, I think he's going to play, but I think ultimately, uh, you know, just postulating here, I think the ankle's going to cause a little bit of a problem. I think Joe Burrow is the best quarterback in the NFL. Bengals to the Super Bowl again. Andrew Alex, thank you for dropping it like it's hot on the block. Uh, we definitely hope to hear back from you to see uh, how those predictions and those thoughts uh, culminate as we get into next week. So we hope to hear back from you next Thursday. Yes, sir. I'm looking forward to it. Enjoy the game this weekend. Enjoy uh, some Nebraska balls, some Nebraska volleyball. I don't know what you guys got going on right now there in Lincoln, uh, but whatever you do, wherever you are, I hope you have a wonderful weekend, and I'll talk to you all next week. Double A, 247 Sports joining us on the block. Uh, We'll hopefully hear from him next week. And we'll see how these games go over the weekend. We've got to take a break right now. Old School will be joining us. They are remote today, so we will not cross over. We'll come back with final thoughts on the block for this day, Thursday, Thursday, when we get back after this.